But I'm Jazz. This is Ken. For those of y'all that don't know, we are married. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to plot, pray. You have to plot and pray. You just can't pray. Remember, God helps those who help themselves. Mm. We love Ken, but <laughs> we need to go back to work. We, we as friends, <laughs> you need to find something to do. Yo, yo, what's poppin'? What's happening? So, yeah, I just want y'all to know right now, Ken is on his um, Casanova Suave right now. He is, he is drenched in Fenty from head to, I'm sorry, Fenty Savage. I should be more specific. Um, is there another thing outside of uh Well, she has her beauty blonde is Fenty. Fenty Beauty. She has Fenty Oh, skin. so the clothes is uh, Fenty Savage. Savage. So, she got Fenty Beauty, Fenty Skin, Fenty Savage. And then she's thinking about coming out. She said the next is going to be like a home, a home line. A home line. Like home, mean? like like a home, like um, like furnishings, like furnishings and stuff. We're gonna have a savage table, bruh. That's funny as we're fuck. getting that if it comes out. And back a in the sa- what I'll is save this? What's the savage table? It's from the Rihanna collection. That's hilarious. But I love yo, it. Only thing home I'm- decor. That's what it's called. <laughs> I, I was gonna get to it. Like, Shit. The only thing I'm missing is a fan right now to, to hit this cape. All I gotta say is y'all know y'all know that Marion video where he's like everybody's like um, emulating right now on TikTok or whatever. Ken literally is wearing red. Now it's just like Ken do the do the Marion dance. I ain't got the energy. <laughs> I do not have the energy. Lord, give me strength. And it's been a minute. I, we were supposed to record last weekend, but there's just so much happening that we just did not do it. We had friends in town. UAB had their first home game. Yeah, you I had the Black Alumni Weekend, like y'all, which was so much fun, by the way. Shout, it, out, shout out to Chase and everybody else for doing that. It was it. It, it was kind of like the retirement of house stuff was pre COVID. Like yeah. It, it was kind of, I was like, man, this is nice. Like, man, this is beautiful. Then it's like, oh, wait a minute, pandemic. Like, I went out Friday night. I had a good time with my friends. Ken stayed in the house. He was like, you're bringing COVID into the home. Sure did. I had a good time. I had a great time, actually. Sure did. And then UAB went and dropped that damn goose egg. But we won yesterday. Did, did Alabama win their game yesterday? Did Wilder win his fight yesterday? Did Auburn win yesterday? No, UAB and Alabama State save Alabama from a losing Saturday. Just saying. Dang, did I double tap on a button? Like, I'm just saying. I was just missing the fact and that y'all lost also, y'all's home opener. Also, UAB, we are undefeated in our conference. Can can we say the same thing about Alabama? What? No, you can't. Ha, ha, ha. Nick Saban lost to one of his former coaches. First time ever. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, did you, like, read the headline before it started, before we came in here? Like, you would. You had, why was that at the ready? Well, because you decided to talk about UAB lost Drop that goose egg or whatever on the first whatever we came back strong yesterday boo boo yay go blazers go blazers that's my alma mater that's where my money went man this state took some l's yesterday man so first off so we didn't watch the deontay wilder fight because i'm not paying 80 dollars for a fight and not even <laughs> that i'm over three when it comes to paying like, i'm over a lot when it comes and to it's paying mainly for like may it, it was all mayweather no i want mayweather no nah. mayweather fights what was no? We had Pacquiao and uh, Mayweather. Yeah, but I'm saying, what was the other one? Two of them were Mayweather fights. I don't remember who it was. It, it wasn't Canelo, but uh, no, nah, we. I remember buying the Adesanya and Yoel Romero UFC fight. Uh, and it was another one I can't remember. I was like, yo, I, I'm gonna be done with buying fights. And mm-hmm. then I really wanted to get the one last night, but I was like, nope, I'm not getting it. Not and apparently, <laughs> it was it, it was a fight to see. I'm good. We, we we saw the clips on Twitter. It was a fight to see, but I mean, it kind of went the way I expected. Yeah, I agree. 
I would. I mean, I don't like boxing. It's such a very like brutal sport. Just people hitting each other. Just bam, bam. But you watch football. I don't really though watch the football. So how are you gonna brag on them then? I don't. I mean, no, no, no. I watch UAB, but it's like I don't like. It's different. People have they have helmets and pads on. Go ahead, football. go ahead, explain this conundrum. They have helmets and pads on. They're not like physically punching on each other. They're just pushing. Like move. It's like move. Um, Move B I T C H, get out the way. I mean, it's like essentially like it's like getting into a car crash every like ten seconds. But okay, sure, whatever. No, but yeah, like Alabama took some L's last night though. Mm-hmm. They really did though. Yeah, as a, as a, as a state, we did not look good as a unit. Oh, A and M lost too. A and M lost their homecoming. Alabama <laughs> lost. Auburn lost. Wilder lost. A and M lost horribly too. I feel like something. I feel like I'm leaving something Auburn? else out. No, nah, I mentioned them. Yeah, Auburn lost. Is that it though? I don't know. If JSU won their game yesterday. I have no idea. Me neither. But anywho, yeah, that's pretty much. And then <sighs> so like yeah, like anywho. last anywho, been up last weekend. We had fa- we had friends in town. We were busy. We were so tired. We were supposed to record last week and didn't happen. We are not doing good with this whole every two weeks thing. I'm ready for this pandemic to be over with. Actually, it's an endemic, kind of like the flu now. That's what it's going to turn into. I know, and that's some bullshit. So you're gonna get vaccine, vaccine. You're gonna get vaccinated <laughs> for every year. Like I'm getting my flu shot next. No, not yeah, next week. I'm getting next. I'm getting on Thursday. But the thing is, the because f- it'd be because it'd be two weeks. Since I have my booster. Is the flu year round? But we be having flu season. Like COVID been hanging yeah. out with us for the past like 24 months. Well, they're saying that COVID is probably gonna turn to respiratory disease, like um, RSV and the flu. How it has like a season. How it comes and goes. I don't want none of it. Well, it's here. So. What can you do about it? Right. It's here and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. No, but I um but also I do also want to talk about like a lot has happened in the past what two and a half weeks since we've last recorded. R. Kelly has been convicted. Bill Cosby came out saying that he was been railroaded. Um I I'm and Who the hell is asking Bill Cosby questions at this point? Kinda like who is Jaru kinda like who's who wants to know Jaru? Like who keeps asking like Nobody gives a fuck what John Rule thinks at a time like this. <laughs> and Bill Cosby is the last person to talk about R. Kelly right now. Um, the very last person to even be barking up R. Kelly's tree. Like honestly, who has really been like, man, I wonder what Bill Cosby thinks about this. Like who's who's really thought about that in the past like thirty years? And then also I did see they took so I saw that they took down some R. Kelly's YouTube channels. And I'm oh, just yeah. like, shit, I kinda wanted to watch. I've never seen the whole Trapped in the Closet saga. Like I've never I've only seen up to like probably like four or five. I think it's like 13 or 10. It's a bunch of them. Things. Yeah. And I was like, and in my mind, I was like, oh, I've always, I have time to watch them. No, no, I won't. I feel like they're all taking I would say when they dropped, it was like, I wasn't really w- well aware. Of oh, I was. Like, it was a, it was a thing. Like it was like, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the trapped in the closet. I'm talking oh. about his legal stuff. Oh, yeah. I wasn't really, you know, aware of the details of it. And so like trapped in the closet, I think that came out like my junior, senior year of high school. I feel like the first one. I feel like we, really because you're like a year older than you're a year ahead of me i feel like that was like middle school for me like eighth grade no nah, we was in uh we was in high school because i was here okay and it was like i was like yo this man made like a movie mm-hmm. had no idea the details of his uh alleged i ain't gonna say alleged his criminal uh mm-hmm. criminal enterprises no, but I knew about, well, not knew, like, it was always been rumored about R. Kelly because of Aaliyah and because of, like, people just talked about it amongst, like, kind of like one of those, like. It was like a running joke. Kind of like a running, yeah, it's been like a running joke. And, but within every joke is a truth. Yeah. So, 
and now as we are older and we think back about it, we're like, ooh, maybe, maybe we shouldn't been laughing at this. Maybe, mm-hmm. we should, maybe apparently we should. I didn't have the critical thinking skills at that age at, no, during that time period no, to put two and two together. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. So now whenever I go back and listen to some old R. Kelly stuff, I'm like, ooh, who was he talking about? Oh, yeah. Or what age group is he referring to? Yep. I'm like, damn, because I still love listening. I I still get down to step in the name of love. It ain't that deep. Step in the name of love. I heard, somebody, I heard somebody. I heard somebody Kelly the other day in my car. And I was it's, like, it's not. It's not that deep. Like <laughs> I don't. I can't name one song that I really like. Keep on really dialogue. fuck with like that. That's like the artist that came out. That artist that made it had like something like that come out and be like, man, I'm just gonna keep listening to this. I don't care what they. I don't care what they do or what they say. I was like, um, I don't have. I don't. I don't have that as a part of my like identity. identity yeah. Like the fact that I realize artists are like tend to be i'm gonna say mm. tend to be that artists can't be some very messed up people which is why some of the art turns out to be the way that it is mm. i was like yeah I, I i you know i accept that as a possibility but i'm never gonna put that as like man i really mess with this and this really messed with me that you know that this was the the you know what was the the inspiration behind it only a few only i will say like maybe like one or two artists have done that to me where i'm just like damn like oh i want to see your music but i can't because they like kanye I, I really became a Kanye fan after the Pablo album. Excuse me? Like, I I was like a fan, but I really like this. Is, that's the first Kanye album I listened to from beginning to end, no skips. Like, I just let it play. First Kanye album I ever let this play beginning to end. I did not like my dark, twisted fantasy. I didn't like 808 Heartbeats. And so I was just like, I didn't So, like, no Watch the Throne. No, no, I mean, no, Watch the Throne. Like, I, no, but that's a Kanye Jay Z album. I'm yeah, about, but like, I was mostly talking I'm about. I'm talking straight Kanye. Late work. registration, graduation. I, skip, I was skip, no. I was skip the songs. Like, I only listen to certain songs off both those, off both those albums. And I bought both those albums. Actually, I bought three. I bought the first three albums from Kanye. Two physically, then the third one. When he was going back and forth with 50 Cent, I digitally. Yeah, bought. that was graduation. Yeah, I, doubt, I bought that one digitally off iTunes. But yeah, but Pablo was like the first album was super beginning to end. I mean, I, I can understand the sounds, but not lyrically. Like I can't, you I can't name one track from that out al- from that album that I was like, yo, that was a dope song. Like I like the life of Pablo. I was like outside of the tour because the tour was cool, oh, but yeah, it's like, uh, but it's like he gave you some sounds that you didn't really hear in the mainstream. Like he literally gave you house music, which is why I think a, a lot of people, you know, which is why I think like the big appeal of it. Mm-hmm. Like all the stuff started in Chicago, so he literally gave you a house album. Now, what he was talking about, I don't know. <laughs> but he mashed the fuck out the boards. <laughs> nah, as soon as you start talking about a, a, a bleach but, butthole, I was like, you said bro, that what? Last episode, bro, you said that last episode about the bleach butthole. Literally, you did. You did. He gave he that was this that was very that was line number two. After this gospel he just gave you. Talking about, we don't want no devils in the house, Lord. Bleach butthole. What? Listen. What? Kanye, as, as much as I hate to say it, he's a genius. He's a genius. And I can never take that away from him. Like, he's done some outlandish shit, but he's a straight up genius. And that's why I'm always so conflicted whenever I listen to Kanye. And it's like, damn it. Why'd you have to say Rosa Parks? Not Rosa Parks. Probably say that Harriet Tubman didn't free no slaves. Why did you have to talk about Kim wanting to abort your first child? Then da, da, da. I'm just like, and why'd you have to run for president? Like, uh. I say all mental stuff. Just because somebody do something great don't mean it's like they. 
It's like, yo, yeah. he's a genius. It's like, nah, he, he's just very well in his arena. Now, nah, that doesn't necessarily carry into other things. But when it don't carry into some other things, don't try and backtrack talking about, uh, oh, well, I'm good over here. It's like, no, 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 no. Stand on what you was talking about. Well, Kanye's kind of like a good segue. You know, today is to be in Sunday's Mental Health Awareness Day. Mm. Oh, mm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Only reason I know that is because Lewis Hamilton tweeted, uh, Instagrammed about it instead of talking about his loss. He talked about <laughs> Mental Health Awareness Day on Instagram today. What do you mean instead of his loss? Well, you know, usually when Lewis Hamilton loses or whatever, he's like, oh, guys, this wasn't my best. Shout out to my team. He can't I lose can't that. He, nothing that he was in a running for. That man started in P10. Yeah. He started in 10th place so, and, and gained five. But, he, so but I was like, usually after like a game, not the game, after a race, after every race, he usually posts something about it. Mm-hmm. He didn't post nothing about this race. He was like, so it's mental health awareness day, guys. Um, <laughs> please tell me. He was like, now post, tell me how you guys relax and, and watch out for your mental. I was like, good segue. Good save, sir. Good save. I mean, they had a team win today. Uh, he did. Just, just him. Just he. He know, did what he could with the situation. Done what we're talking about, it's about Formula One, Formula One racing. Excuse me. Talking about Lewis Hamilton, the only black person that the only black professional Formula Formula One racing. He's also the second richest ath- British athlete, I think, behind the soccer player. But yeah, he's the second highest paid British athlete in the world. Dang, I don't know who the first one is. I think it's one of the soccer players. Like, I'm sorry, football players. There you go. Yeah. But anywho, but no, but um, yeah, today's Mental Health Awareness Day. And uh, honestly, like a lot of people have been talking about mental health this week from I am athlete, from I am woman. So, and because like it's getting more, I think mental health is getting more talked about. Even today, when we watched Love and Marriage Huntsville, Marceau talked about being depressed and stressed out and how he works so much. And I think within the black community, we don't talk about our mental health enough. I think it's getting, I think now it's getting recognition and it's starting to get, you know, hey, it's starting to get some kind of like headway. I feel like the pandemic's, you know, is giving a lot of people time to stretch. Yeah. And when they stretch, it's like, you know, you're able to take stock of how your body feels. And a lot of people are starting to really realize their body ain't been right in a very long time. Like we're starting to take, we're starting to be aware of yeah. what's going on with us. And I think that's a good thing, but I also feel like people feel guilty when they start realizing what's happening and they got, and they feel guilty about wanting to take back and take a break from certain things. They feel like, oh, cause think about it, in black community, women as black women, we're told stay strong. You, know, you got to be the foundation for your family. You got to do so that you can't take a break. It's anything with being a black man. You're taught being the provider, mm-hmm. the money pretty much you're, you're taught work, work, work. Cause you got to make sure your family's okay. Mm-hmm. There are no days off. You sleep and you're dead. And I think that mentality is starting to become starting to become broken because we're breaking (laughs) in a sense. You only as strong as your weak. You only as strong as your weakest piece. And when your weakest piece starts to crumble, the rest of it's going to follow with it. And I'm and I'm realizing that a lot of us are starting to become aware of that. And I what I really want to say is, or no, like what are you doing? Because even though I'm your wife, you know, but so, there are certain things that we don't, you know, there are things you don't tell your spouse, you tell my spouse, you talk to other people about. Mm-hmm. But what do you do for your mental? Shit. <laughs> that you can tell us. Shit. <laughs> Drink. As bad as that sounds. That sounds but it's, so it's more of just. The release? It, it's more of like the release, and I'll say more of. Uh, how can I say it? I say it's like. It's one of those things where you actually take time and you're in the moment for. It. So it's like it's more of like the decompression. It's mm-hmm. more of like 
the breathing it's like more of kind of taking stock of where you're at and then kind of realizing it's like hmm I'm not necessarily feeling too well it's like oh, i need to do something about this but then it's like what do i do yeah and then you 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 come to like a fork in the road it's like either you you you've acknowledged that this thing exists and you can either a ignore the acknowledgement that you just made mm-hmm. or b be like okay i acknowledge this thing that exists and then i can try to make a plan to deal with the way that i i, not, I don't want to say deal with but what's a better word to say versus saying like dealing with something i, I hate well i guess i mean i was gonna say taking it head on or acknowledging the issue so you're taking notice of what's happening not saying dealing with it but you're taking action you've decided to do something about yeah, it it's yeah, an action action items there you, you go. have action actionable items. items there you go and you're finding solutions to it mm-hmm. i think with me and i talked about this before i have like extremely bad anxiety and i taught therapists before about it and you know done some of the homework and done some of my exercises but i just cannot help it like i don't know where my anxiety well my anxiety manifested from and this will sound terrible this is going to sound so caucasitious right now yeah, I just made that word up. Um, I think my anxiety came from growing up never having to worry about stuff. And then as I got older, becoming an adult, and the more I got like pushed to the real world, I started worrying like where all this stuff came from. Like growing up as a kid, I had to worry about nothing. As an adult, I'm just like, well, shit, how am I going to pay for this? How am I? Even though like back then, that's how, that's how my anxiety grew. Yeah, you just you ask questions. Yeah. And I didn't know what questions to ask that's the thing so and i also didn't know what to do because in my mind i'm always like in my mind I'm, I'm always like i have my parents they'll take care of me no matter what happens i'll just go home literally that was like my whole thing i was like girl you are a grown-ass woman you need to stand your two feet and get your shit together <laughs> so i had to literally that's and my anxiety grew from how am i going to figure life out because i've never had to because growing up it was already yeah. planned for me i'll say i, I had how can I say it? The, I, I say I, I, I recognize the feelings of what do I do next? But it wasn't yeah. on some like, oh, I can rely on somebody to figure this out for mm-hmm. me. It's like, OK, once I get to this point, this is on me. And it's a matter of, OK, this is the path that's been put in front of me. And it's like, these are the steps I'm going to follow. But then, you know, eventually you start following, you know, this path and the steps and things that's been presented in front of you for mm-hmm. your in front of your life. And then like this is the path you've been on growing up. And like you become an adult and it's like, yo, this path might have been some bullshit. Yes. And I think that's where my anxiety came from. Because like I said, growing up, everything's planned for me. I knew where I where I, like especially for school. I went to a Catholic school. I knew what I was wearing every day. I knew my lunch. I knew everything. Shit, it was a damn the institution. I knew every. It was institution. It was. You had a I uniform. Knew, you had a number. Yes, you I knew had a, every aspect of my life. And then I got to college and I started to break a little bit because it was like on me to make certain decisions. It was on me to do certain things. I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't like this. But I'm cause a part of me was like, I can always just go back home and go to school. But I'm glad I didn't choose that path because I don't think I would have grown up as I am now. Ain't no such thing as comfortable girl. Yes. And then, but I think with my also my anxiety, like, again, not knowing where my next steps are, like not knowing everything. But then that's where that the excitement comes me. also. That bothers me so much. Like not knowing, mm-hmm. not knowing what, like, like for example, this week, my work week is crazy. I literally took a leap of faith when I 
left my old job, went to a new job, and I'm relearning everything. So my anxiety, and I'm gonna say it's amped up a little bit. You don't get like a rush on that, like a little bit of a. You don't tap into like a little bit of adrenaline. A little bit, but it, it only happens when I accomplish something within my new job that I didn't know I could do. Until that happens, I'm just like running on like straight stress and fear, and that's when my like like honestly, I am anxious as hell right now for this week because i have so many things i have to get done that i really haven't done before mm-hmm. and it's just so much work that i'm just like this sober october might not be a thing for me <laughs> but i'm trying to i'm trying my best to make sure that i still take care of my mental mm-hmm. because i'm having to learn new work patterns i'm having to learn how people i'm having to have people's new work ethics versus where i came from mm-hmm and this is still the unknown. I've been in my new job. It'd be three months, week after next. Yeah, it'd be three months, week after next that I've started my. Ooh, I'll be off probation. Yeah, that I started my new job. But at the same time, I'm still learning. Everybody was like, "Oh, Jasmine, is you probably won't learn your for for real for real stuff till like six months in. You won't get comfortable probably till." well into your job, and even then, things are gonna pop up. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, it's gonna be six to twelve months for you really get situated. Yeah. And that's literally where I'm at right now. And so, like, when I tell you, like, I recognize my anxiety and I recognize when I'm about to have, like, anxious moments, I have to pause, check myself and just do my exercises, like breathing. And then my therapist was like, what are things you like to do to help calm you down? like you be running around like, I don't like change. I don't. I don't like change. (laughs) I hate change. I hate change. I hate change. That's the only thing guaranteed. Like so many things have like when one thing happens, so many other things happen at one time. Like we finally got a renter for our condo. Mm-hmm. Stressed not about that. I'm just like, what if she burns some condo down? Where she, this what she does that? Like I'm stressed not about that. That's what insurance for. Yeah, I'm still oh God. And like, where does she like tries to sue us for something stupid that we have no control over because it's outside the condo? I don't know. People are crazy nowadays. I don't know. So these are the things, the thoughts that run through my head. Like it's not like you trying to find something to be upset about. And that's what, and so Ken, and I recognize that too. My therapist said the same thing. She was just like, it's like you go out looking for things to stress about that, that haven't happened or haven't come into fruition. And I'm like, I do that because I'd rather be 10 toes prepared than 10 toes back, not prepared. But you can't prepare for every scenario in life. And that's what she said. Cause she Dr. Was, Strange cause out she here? Was, cause she, oh my God, that'd be like my, per, that'd be my superpower. That would be trash though. That's like knowing your beginning and your end and essentially what's in between doesn't really matter because you're still going to be focused on the end. I still want Dr. Strange's power. That's what I want. He also can fly. So it's cool. Anywho. So, but no, but literally that's where my anxiety comes from. Like not knowing, I don't like to walk into things blind. And everybody was like, yo, that's just life. That like, is, I was like, I was like, girl, that's life. Like you can't, you can't like you can't control what happens. Like whatever happens, happens. You just got to just learn how to roll with it and deal with it. Yeah. And they were like, and I was like, yes, but ugh, I don't want to like deal with everything. I just want to like just. You're not dealing with everything. You're dealing just, with this particular situation. Wake up and watch anime. Uh, I mean, and, that's a possibility. I mean, yeah, but then I got to work though. I still have to work and pay my bills. I mean, you could find ways to get paid watching anime i know right i would love to do that you but just gotta make a plan to curate that thing but honestly when i do get stressed and anxious though i find an anime to watch and i started and i finish it like i started one today and i finished it right before we got ready to do this podcast <laughs> it was quite good i only had one season i kind of wish i had two i hate when i like animes with only one season and it's like 12 episodes i'm like can i at least get 24 mm, nope 
and that's how i feel and then i'm mad because i'm just like so we're not getting a season two's anime like what's happening here so at least you'd be getting an ending on some of the ones like young me got a, <laughs> had a lot of shit that it was just like all right we ain't translating this shit no more so uh yeah we're not showing it no more oh kind of like with naruto hmm naruto new naruto 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 i was gonna get it i was talking about inuyasha but all right oh yeah because they stopped translating that sucker for you on Hulu at some point. No, they literally just stopped. It was just kind of like, hey, uh, <laughs> <Read> so <subtitles. laughs> this, this is it. No, no, no. Like, what no subtitles? Like, that was it. What no ending? Oh, you're, oh, oh. Like, yeah. like that, that's no, it. No, that's how, no, I started a few animes like that where there was like no ending. I'm just like, so what's the next saga? What's going to happen here? Welcome to my childhood. I hate it. It sucks. That's why now whenever I watch animes, I'm like, you and Luke gotta have two seasons for me to watch this. <clears throat> I'm not gonna start something like it and then be like, what's gonna happen next season? And it never comes. <laughs> no one knows. That's how I feel about these three animes I started on Netflix that all came out this year and last year. I'm like, if they don't get a season two, I'm gonna be pissed because they're really good. But um, but no, but that's really how I do it. My mental though, I sit here and I watch anime. I used to blog, but then not blog. I have a website. I haven't updated since February. No, March. It's been how long? Since March. And Squarespace still getting my $25 a month. Yeah, I just have not updated it. Because I, if I cancel, then I, I lose everything that I started. And I don't get it back no more. That's why I just keep, when I go back to it, I want to stay with it. I feel and like I, you should be able to like download and save the information somewhere. Because it took me like a month to redesign the whole site. But I think I told myself this holiday season, I was going to get back into it. And Damn, I'm, all I heard was DJ drama. <laughs> holiday season. I was not going for that. But no, but I definitely think I'm going to get back into it for the holidays and then going into the new year in February. Just because I'm now that I'm getting more, I'm starting to get more comfortable in my new role. And I'm also learning how to like. I'm learning to listen to my body. Like, for example, I personal train in the evening. I So let me break down all, to y'all all I do. I teach. She a part-time Jamaican. I, I really am. I teach college students. I work a full-time job, and I personal train in the evenings. I was just like, what can I give up to give me back? So I'm giving up personal training in the evenings because I was like, the gas isn't worth it. I love my clients, but I need my time back to focus on me and what I want to do. So I'm, by the time I get done personal training, I'm tired. I don't want to do anything else at the end of the day. I, I personally train people twice a week. And some of y'all are probably thinking, it's only two days out of the week, but that's two days out of the week. I can do something that I actually like thoroughly enjoy. Like an add versus take. Yes. And so I'm learning to add into me versus take into versus things that take away. Mm-hmm. That's why I took on this new role, more money so I can take away some of the part-time things and I can be at home more. Another thing too, I work on. I also work two Saturdays of the month at a gym. I complain about it every Saturday. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I'm tired. So, yep. I, and Ken was like, "Why do you even still go there?" I'm like, mm, "It's comfortable for me." Because at the end of the day, I always feel like if something ever happens to my full time job, there's I can no re- such thing as comfortable growth. And that's the thing. I need to learn that. So, I told myself starting November, December, going into the new year, I'm going to work one Saturday out the month. It's because of my retirement. I'm the reason why I still work there. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, but and so I've having to I'm listening to my body and I'm listening to my mental because I need to stop and sit down sometimes. 
because I was prior to COVID, I was on the go. And King can tell you this. I was on the go, 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 go all the time. And I was complaining. I was tired. Like I wasn't really doing what I wanted to do. And during COVID, I realized, oh. You had a, a moment of awakening yes. in the in the midst of survival mode. Yeah, I did. And I think a lot of us did. Everybody did. That's and, why and, they're calling this the great resignation right it, now. Yeah. But the thing that gets me is the fact that folks just like, I feel like a lot of this shit manufactured. It's like, we can't find workers. It's like. No, you can't, you can't find workers or you can't find people that like fit this narrative and you can't pay them what you want to pay them versus what they're worth. But then a lot of times I feel like some of these places have come up with like descriptions that are so specific. I feel like they're doing what they're can, what they can to turn people away so that they can complain about not having workers, which is crazy to me because every because it's a shortage everywhere, not necessarily employers with everything. Like I, I remember I said this in the podcast last year. I said, we are not going to feel the effects of COVID until the following year and the years to come. Yeah. And what are we doing now? It's 2021, almost 2022, and we are all feeling the effects. Things are either limited in the grocery store, like, like the shelves aren't as packed as they used to be. Mm-hmm. They're not getting their shipments in like how they like how they used to. Oh, the prices of stuff has gone up astronomically. Like I remember, like y'all, I'll go, first off, I go grocery shopping every week. So I pay attention to what I usually buy. And these prices just have gone up on certain things. Shout out inflation. And I'm just like, oh my God, what is happening here? Like gas, like we all know gas goes up, but y'all, it really went up every day this week. It was a different price every day this week when I was like, you know, we need the gas right now. And they'll tell you, oh, you know, it's an oil spill out in the Pacific. Ain't no damn oil spill. No, it actually was though. But they think, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, there was an oil spill out off the coast of Cali. But they think it might have been tied to the fact of the sh- shipping logs or the shipping uh, shipping back jams. Oh, yeah. So these folk, the boats that have been out at sea that have Waiting. had to wait, they think that one of the anchors might have actually hit this pipeline and drug it. They said it might have drug it like 100-something plus feet. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I was like, yo. No, because I read the article because of shortage of workers, people can't get this stuff off the ship. People like that's And they're saying if you order something, it's most likely on one of those containers and you'll get it when you get it. Oh. That's why I'm telling tell y'all right now. Start ordering your Christmas presents now. Do not wait till Black Friday. Don't wait till November for Thanksgiving. Order them holes now. That way they be here by December. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. My biggest thing is, all, and also being like patient with folks in the yes. in the midst of what we've got going on. Like people aren't patient anymore. It's like people forgot how to be nice. And I don't think people ever were. I'll say that's more of like a people, veneer. People forget how to tolerate and put that facade on, like that patient facade. Like, I don't want to call it fakeness, but... It, that's exactly what it is. People really... And honestly, I'm not going to lie. My poker face isn't what it used to be. But it it could be better. Shit, that's why I stay in the house. Yeah. It's safe in the house. Is it safe in the house? Is it? You ain't got to deal with... I don't people well. You don't I, people well? Nah, I don't have to deal with people out here. It's like, yo, the only people in my house... In here is me and you. It's the only ones I got to deal with. I know how to deal with this. Do you know how to deal with me, though? Do you? What? Yeah. Oh, that face he made. He was like, "Girl, yeah, I, I do speed you, and you be all right." This is true, though. This is very <laughs> true. I'm I'm very easy to please. Oh yeah. Okay, here we go. Sorry, y'all. I I'm dinner kind of got I kind of ruined dinner today, and I was like, oh, you "No, know screw it. This is gonna be a week. We're getting tacos again." So I was making sure I can still order tacos. You say those if tacos are not like seven minutes away. Nah, not even that. Like tacos are always 
like an acceptable substitution. I love tacos. I'll take tacos over pizza. Oh my god! Do I'll you, take tacos you, over a sandwich. You know what? I'll um, take you know what tacos and sushi up there for me. Like, like they're tied. Like ta- I can do tacos and sushi. Like they're tied for me. Like I, I can probably eat them both at the same time. No, nah, I definitely can't. That's, you gotta relax. <laughs> I really can't though. Give me, give me, give me a good um, smoked salmon nigiri, and then give me a buffalo chicken taco. I'm in there. I'm in. Oh, that shit a, don't even go oh, together. Oh, and a good drink. That shit don't even go together. I'm a complex person. I'm talking flavor wise. I'm like, oh, cows like, yeah, they taste good. I was like, not together though. And they also give me some target oysters later on. I'm good to go. Yeah, you doing the most. I'm good to go. Oh, that, oh my god, all oh, that sounds so good right now. Oh, that all sounds so delicious. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. None of that goes together. It does go together. Oysters, sushi, tacos. Anyway, so, but no, but so can, outside of, I guess, the drinking, <laughs> and y'all, my husband is not an alcoholic. I was say, that sounded terrible, and I was like, I'm definitely not a raging alcoholic, that sounds not, terrible. He's not an alcoholic, y'all, he's not, if anything, I'm the lush. Shit, no, I'm gonna sit down, try and read a book, uh, go do some research, uh, try to find different ways to, I'll say, elevate, elevate my income. Yeah. Um. Uh, but really, that's you about to start gardening, gardening. Yeah, with your raised bed. With your yeah, you got me a raised bed, which I appreciate. Which kicked my ass today trying to assemble that. <laughs> I'm tired, man. Uh, I was in here sweating. Yeah, because you have the air on seventy eight. Nah, it's because this stuff don't line up. Be- again, you have the air on seventy eight. I've been in this house assembling stuff. I have it on at least seventy five because you get hot easily, even with the fan on the living room. Call shenanigans. Uh, I'll say one thing I say like pandemic wise is like stuff that I've rec- previously used to do for like enjoyment excuse me it's like I don't enjoy them as much anymore Uh, mainly like working and like I say like a similar things like building stuff is like it all just kind of feels like a chore now it it's, feels like you have to do it. it yeah, it, it turned it from something that I enjoyed to do. It turned into something that I have to do. And because I have to do it, it started to feel like a job. And it's like, this shit is not fun. And see, I don't know, for me, it's opposite. Like, whenever I buy stuff, I love getting ready to assemble it. Because, like, I did it. Like, I did it without Ken's help. I'm an independent woman. I can do this by myself. Yeah, see, it's different for women. Because <laughs> they... Went, I've had, they call they call me to come assemble shit or put stuff together for them. I'm, like, I'm, I'm need, tired. I need for people to watch YouTube video and try and try themselves. Man, no, nah, I'm YouTube. I literally like like literally I assembled our tape our brand. Oh, not well, it's not brand new anymore. But I assembled our coffee table by myself while Kim was on second shift. Eight hours to assemble that, but that sucker. But I did it. <laughs> I did it. What else did I assemble in this house? Oh, I assembled that. Um, I assembled our entryway for our for our shoes what the hell the entryway thing for our shoes how are you talking about the shoe shoe rack there you go entryway shoe rack that's why that's why entry you have i was like you assembled a hallway that's literally what i typed in amazon entryway shoe rack and that's what popped up anywho i assembled that realized i put things on backwards because instructions instructions nowadays suck yeah what i realized is because they this should be in multiple languages and so they're just like how can i not use words 
thing is though i appreciate the table that i assembled in the chair i got from ikea because there was a qr code and it IKEA had a, and it, and it had a video and so i was able to watch the video while i was doing it man ikea was the worst when it came for instructions yeah i almost ordered a kitchen cabinet a kitchen cabinet a kitchen island like a kitchen island cart from ikea to put in our kitchen but it was like it won't be here until december but i can go to atlanta and get it like right now i was not gonna put that shit together I put together the last thing bought from Ikea, which was my chair, Ikea's my recliner. That shit frustrating. It's very frustrating. It's like reading. But at it's, least you know it's good quality. It's Okay. It's like reading a comic book with no words. Honestly, it's like reading a, ma- a, a um, manga, which don't know what that is. That is a Japanese type comic book because um, you have to read it from, you know how we read from left to right? You got to read that from right to left. Mm-hmm. Find that out the hard way. So I was like, what's happening? My brain didn't compute, but I figured out like halfway through what I was reading. <laughs> what was you reading? Oh, fruit baskets. This is this is when I was really into wow. it, and I was like, oh my god, I gotta I gotta read the I gotta read the manga in between the seasons, and I remember it online. I was really obsessed with that anime. It's like the best anime ever. Mm-hmm. It's fruit baskets. Watch the twenty nineteen one, not the two thousand and one one. There you go. No, but I will say like. Anime has really helped me with my mental because anime is very like adult when it comes to certain things. Like mm. the stories are complex, very complex, and a lot of people view it as just like a cartoon. And it's like, no, nah, this they got some real shit going on there. Yes, and I literally sit there and watch it. Like, man, like, one anime had me, a couple of them had me crying. I'm like, Jesus, I'm crying at a cartoon because of the complexity of, like you said, the and the storyline and just. They all got the same dramatic ass music. They do. They like you know, like honestly, I watch one anime in straight or Japanese, no subtitles, because I knew just by based off the music and like the fluctuation, the actors' voices, what was happening. I'm telling you, I think because of Crunchyroll, because of because of Crunchyroll, and thanks shout out to your Uncle Mike. Boop boop. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that I can understand Japanese now, to an extent. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> to an extent. We will go with that. To an extent. And but no, but that's really pretty much how I deal with my mental though. Like I I escape through TV, and I think that's and I exercise. Like if I don't exercise, I just don't feel like myself. Mm-hmm. I like say it's more of I I'm sorry not to cut you off. No no no, no you good go go ahead. No, I was saying uh oh, not what I was saying. I said it's more of what I was talking. About. The thought I had then it it escaped me. It was more of just if you spend the majority of your time doing stuff that you don't like, you're definitely gonna not have a good time oh yeah for sure i agree i totally agree and i think going back i know piggybacking on my new job i'm actually liking what i'm doing because things that i wanted to do in my old job but i never got the chance to do because mm-hmm. even though i would ask these responsibilities i was never handed the responsibilities i even when i take the initiative for it we'd be like why are you doing that don't do that versus in my new position they appreciate the yeah. fact they appreciate it and i like that and the ones that are struggling for workers are the ones that probably want the best workplaces and yeah like honestly i hate to say this but in my old job they leaving left and right yeah same here. it's because they're not feeling appreciated and i think like i said because of covid we all have that mental reset we all recognize our values we recognize our strength and we like recognize it, ourselves it was like a universal man like a, fuck, fuck this literally <laughs> literally that is where we all were and i think even not even just with 
jobs but couples relationships people in general mm-hmm. woke up yeah and they realized like what they wanted within themselves yeah everybody was just surviving then eventually it's like yo i got it's like i'm not gonna say we had a hard reset yeah you got a hard reset i don't want to say surviving it's like you know just kind of stuck on autopilot and then eventually you get off of it's like yo what the hell am i doing not just us but the world had a whole reset like the physically the physical world like the earth cleaned itself up everything was happening and it then, was clean for a little bit then it kind of i personally think that I honestly think people might not like this. We should do a lockdown once a month every year. Fuck I ain't that. talking about like the purge or whatever. I'm talking about like where, you know, you just stuff that shuts down and you be at home and you instead of grocery stores, those have to stay open. But You're talking about like a damn self reflection meditation thing. Yes. Like uh, I think we I, I thought like that should be a thing once a month. The thing is only people the people who would do that are the ones who are open to that. Like Yeah. A lot of people don't like silence and a lot of people don't like being with and or by themselves. I can, I can see that. I honestly, I know and so they find ways to disturb the silence. I know some of those people who don't like being by themselves, like especially the pandemic is pretty hard for people. Cause like, let's, let's just be real. I wasn't by myself. I lived, me and you were together during the pandemic. We were married and in the house together. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine what it's like to be in the house when you don't have anybody. And I mean like no friends, nothing. You're just there. That's why being out last weekend was so refreshing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I say like, just being out and around people, I was like, man, this is, I was like, I ain't felt this in a long time. I was like, man, this feels good. But then like the social skills, I was like, Damn, I've never been one for small talk. I, I, I'm not a small talk. I hate small I talk. I hate small talk. I hate people call me and you're like, hey, how you doing? How's it going? I'm like, what do you need? You, like, I'm not trying to be me. rude. You summoned me. You so called me for a reason. Like, what is the reason? Like, yeah. I hate when people are like, so you're not going to ask how I'm doing? I don't, I don't, I don't, honestly, I'll be, if I wanted to know how you're doing, I will call and ask you how you're doing. But I'm but calling they, because I need something. Yeah, no, they called you to see how you were, and you're on the receiving end. I'm just like, God, I'm like, what do you need? What do you want? I don't like, and, and I appreciate people calling in and be like, Hey, how you doing? How you doing? But I'm not the type of person that's going to be like, Hey, what's going on? Did unless you bring it to my attention, mm-hmm. because I got my own shit going on too, and I'm not trying to, to be selfish. But I can't check on everybody. That's true. And then who? And just got to make the effort. And it's so hard sometimes. I'm just like, okay, let me take five minutes out of my life, my busy day to text this person. Hey, how's how's it going? How are you doing? That sounded so bad. I'm just saying like. Because <laughs> I mean, that like, sounded so bad. It did. And I hate to say that, but it just, it sounds terrible. But that's literally how I am. Because if I need help or if I want to read, I know who I can call to talk to about these certain things. Now, if I want to go out and party, I know I can call to go out and party with. It's just like, I just know who to call to talk to. Like, for example, Felicia. That's my girl. Talk about all the time. Shout out to Felicia. She's a true. She's a shit. Like, we're each other's. Like, she's my strong friend. And I think I'm her strong friend sometimes, even though I do call her in a panic all the time. <laughs> um, but no, but Felicia is a real one. Like, she's solid as hell. And my core group of friends is at least... 15 of y'all I can't name all right now but it's it's, it's a lot of y'all but you know who you are because I reach out to y'all I talk to y'all if it's not through text it's on Instagram it's via messenger it's like oh this is so cute dude girl you rocking this hey like I have those people and I just I don't know I just can't 
I don't know to reach out to you unless you tell me. That's just how I am. Yes. Okay. That's how I am. Because me and my friends, we have a whole group me. Really, it's been a group me. So I know how everybody's doing because it's group me. Yeah. I say y'all, y'all are kind of like a. I'm not going to say an anomaly, but it's like y'all are always in contact. So it's like you're always knowing how one another's doing. Mm-hmm. So it's different when you've got someone that you don't talk to on the regular mm-hmm. and you haven't talked to them. And so they're just calling to check up on you. And randomly, I'll call my girl Nicole. I'll text my girl Adriana because she's had a baby. Congrats to her. Anybody else you going to list out by government name? They're fine. They're going to listen to the podcast. Um, but no, but like Nicole, she's another one that's been down down for the cause since my freshman year of college. Like she did something. Nicole did something that no other friend I think would have ever done for me. And for that, I will always be grateful to her. I will always like, and I'm not going to say what she did. You made a song. She hit a body. <laughs> I am not going to say what she did for me, but <laughs> it was legit. And I appreciate it for, I appreciate that, that she did that for me. Cause nobody else done that for me. And you her. said this girl whole government name. No, she not had a body. She did nothing illegal for me. Okay. Let me make that disclaimer. I can't, you can, don't do no crime with you. <laughs> oh no, I'll snitch in a heartbeat. I ain't going to Come on, bro. They got us. <laughs> Come on outside. They they know about the guns and, the, and with the with the coke and the and the, the three the three little children the three you know folks. Mm-mm, I ain't doing no crime. I was snitching a heartbeat. I can't go to jail. Look at me. I can't be nobody's bitch. Whoa. Just saying. Whoa. Little TMI. I, I'm just saying. But no. But um. No. But I do have those core group of friends who I can call who I check on every now and then. Like Nicole, I'll call her. We, me and Nicole probably. We can go like weeks and months not talking to each other, right? And then we'll text or she'll call me, and it's like we never stop talking. That's legit. I got a lot of folks like that. Yeah, that's literally how we are. That is literally how we are. And like same thing with Adriana, we don't text every day. We don't call each other every day. Mm-hmm. Really, we're really texters. Um, and so I'll text her every now and then. She texts me every now and then. It's like we haven't skipped a beat. As some of my former with some of my former roommates from college. I'm not gonna say their government names. They know who they are. Cause I only had like three roommates the whole time I was in college. <laughs> um, but they I'll text them every now and then, see how they're doing, and they'll text me, I'll see every now and then. It'd be like months will go by and it's like we never skip the beat. Like we have a whole group text, the four of us. And every now and then we'll go in there and text and text each other. Okay. Yeah. So I mean like I don't know. It's just like it's so hard to I guess I forgot where we were going with this whole thing. Checking in on folks. Yes, thank you. It's just really hard to, you know, check in on everybody's mental when you got to check on your own mental. Yeah. And a lot of times it's hard to talk to folks. I'm not going to say it's hard to, but you have to, like, talk to people without, like, absorbing the energy. Yes. And that's kind of some things that I'll struggle with at times. It's like people start talking about something. I was like, damn, I feel like this. I should try to help and try to fix. It's like, no, no, no. Uh nobody it's like no that's not my role i'm lending the ear i understand that and for me it's hard sometimes to listen to people because i have the attention span of a child like my attention span is so short now so i have to engage in the conversation otherwise i i just i'm just not going to be listening like you'll lose me within like 10 minutes of the conversation and you know what i blame also zoom Zoom did that to me too. Because I'd be in these Zoom meetings, I'd be like, mm. unless y'all ask me direct questions. So once I finish my part of the meeting, I'm done. Yeah, but the difference is you don't want to be there. 
You don't want to be there. So when someone calls you to talk, COVID has taught me a lot of Zoom meetings can be an email. No, a lot. Ninety <laughs> percent of meetings could be an email chain, and people are like, "Oh, well, let's just have a meeting." It's like, did you read me email? I'm like, you no. Know, well, let's just set I'm up like, a meeting so we can talk. Call me real quick on the phone. Can we just? Can you just? We ain't gotta have a a formal meeting. Just give me a quick. Just call me up. Not even that. It's like, hey, uh, how about you read what I wrote, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you reply. Yeah. Do not reply on me. Do not reply. Oh, that's the thing too. People are still not learning that whole reply and reply all. Oh, that bothers me. You, like I, a lot. Listen, I've hit reply all maybe five times in ten years, Mm-mm. and if the only time I hit reply all is because it literally is one of them, like you said, an email chain that is essentially like an email meeting. Really? So you know, I don't like. I, I literally um I just I just learned how to use Microsoft Teams in the past three months. Oh y'all yeah, been using Zoom. See, I, we've been using that for a minute. No, I just started using it now in my new position. Nice. I, I like it. It's very convenient, especially when I gotta ask a quick question. I just put in the chat, and there it's like it's like texting somebody. How did Skype blow this lead? Man, what Skype could have had all like it's it kind of like kind of like MySpace. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly like so. MySpace. Let me just say this though: MySpace would never crashed where that Facebook just did, and I Show feel love. like that fucked up some people's mental too this week. Not having that social media, not being able to like log into people. I guess that's that's weird to me. Like I was like, damn, Facebook, Instagram was like shut down. It Folks did, is over here scratching like fiends. Like I don't know what to do, man. And I, I know for some people it affects their money, like influencers and stuff. That's how they get paid. So why for you, me in my job, that's how I get some of. Some of my work is on Facebook. Right, on Facebook. But the thing is, like, you can't, how are you going to 100% depend on these platforms? So if these, pla- like, literally, that's like saying, hey, my whole livelihood depends on this. So if this goes down, what happens? It's like, I don't know. I ain't planning for that. And that's what? the thing. What if the internet goes down? Think about it. What if the internet goes down? What are we going to do? Shit. Ooh, ooh, mic. Sorry, y'all. Live? A lot of people don't have these skill sets out for this real world, and this is gonna show. I'm just thinking because when face, because think about it, WhatsApp went down too for a lot of people internationally. That's how folks yeah, communicate. And so again, that's still the internet. Mm-hmm. So where in my mind, I was like, do we need to get a landline for the house? That ain't gonna fix nothing, girl. It's still the internet. The landline that's not the internet. A landline is not the internet. Oh shit! You can get a landline. Internet goes down. Like what if like what if AT and T decides to just like glitch out? Like what if my cell phone? If I can't, the the landline isn't going to change whether you, you got know, an ISP you know, or you know not. We should get a two way radio. Are you talking about like a landline for a telephone or yes, for the no, in- okay. a landline for the telephone? All right, because you had, I was going to no, say baby, you said line, landline's about, not the internet. I, I was talking, like, I ain't talking yes, about DSL or a high speed internet. I ain't talking about the AOL. Like fifty six k was a long time no, no, ago. I'm talking about like a legit landline phone. I'm like, do we need to get one of these just to keep up, just just in case? You know what? You know what the bad thing is? Does this house even have phone jacks? It does in the kitchen. It's one in the kitchen because all because built in the nineties. So a lot of houses like don't have them. Like it, ones built after a certain time period yeah. don't have them. Like, uh, they don't. I ain't gonna say his name, but you know, I think his house was built in like 2011. Mm-hmm. He don't have no phone on. Are you sure? But you, we never want to go look for one. No, no, no. there is. There's, it's no, no. not there's in one, the house. There's one behind. There's one in our living room, and there's one in the kitchen, and then there's one in the master bedroom. Man, I do not miss them days. So I'm just like, do well, how do we prepare for that? Like again, that's my anxiety because I'm just like, Facebook went down, Instagram went down, WhatsApp went down, 
even Gmail went down for a little bit, but not for real. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what if the internet, I would prefer if Outlook and Zoom went down, you know, then I can't do work. But <laughs> Don't speak that to existence. You talking that shit about them, then it'll be the ones you really want. And then it's like, what is this down? I'm like, can do my job. It's fine. I'm good. It's no day. But, um, All right. but no, but I'm just like, what if the internet completely goes down? Like that is something I always wonder. Like, how will we go? How will we survive? Shit, we'll be reading books. Think about because we can't. We won't be able to, to use our cards, credit cards, or whatever. What you mean? That's all. They have the internet to charge. And every time you swipe your card at businesses or whatever, mm-hmm. that goes through the internet. Yeah, they gotta have a backup plan in the old school days. Of so I'm like, do I that, need to carry uh, cash? Have you ever seen how they swipe cards back in the day? Talking about the old school way where they had to like pretty much like it's like a three paper system. The and then they paper. had the little thing that swiped over the top yeah. of it. Hmm. Actually, I had to use one of them. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" There was a, there was like, "Hey, uh, our computers are down, so it's like, yo, we can't take orders." It was like, "Yo, we can. We got the uh, we got a manual reader." I was like, "A what?" <laughs> and she brought this thing out. I was like, "I've only seen this in movies." That happened to us the one time we were at Fuego, and I used my credit card just in case, so I wouldn't. I was like, "Ooh, I didn't eat that. I can't." I, don't want to I was like, my "I have card. only seen this in movies from the late '80s to early '90s. I didn't know this thing was real." No, but I really thought about that stuff. I was like, do I need to start carrying cash on me? Do I need to like have like a hidden stash of cash somewhere to where it's just in case like we go into like hard times, like internet goes down, we can't really do anything. Like I still have to pay for stuff. Cause internet goes down, I can go to the bank and get my money out. Would the bank be open? That's what I'm talking about. Can't use the ATM. You could physically go to a bank, I feel like. How would they access my account if the internet's down? Mm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. People don't realize that the internet is in everything. I mean, essentially, it's like a utility. It is everything. So I'm like, what would we do if the internet went down? Mm. Shit, we go back outside. Hell, we was around when the internet uh-uh, got I'm off. Too, uh-uh, I'm too, I wouldn't I leave the house. I'd be too afraid. Shit. Mm. Mm. Nope. Nope. And, that, and, that, and that's funny how stuff has changed us in the past 20, 20, 30 plus years. Because mm-hmm. it's like, we used to be from the house, like, for miles with zero, con, con, you know, I was going to say contactability. <laughs> <laughs> with zero ability to be contacted, zero traceability. Don't nobody know where we at. We just outside. I mean, no, my parents knew where I was because I was the only black kid in my neighborhood. So she, she, and she knew my route. So all she had to do was just call around. They'll, they'll she didn't know, know where you were, so she had to trace steps to where yeah, you yeah. could be. Yeah. But in theory, you were still just out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I really was. Yeah. Honestly, then I, our parents just let us be out here. Like we could have been snatched up. Like, a lot I of think, people were. And we didn't know about it. A lot of we didn't know about that, but a lot of kids were. Mm-hmm. But it's just that's what their generation did, also. But then also, I feel like neighborhoods was different. Neighborhoods were also different back when they were younger and stuff. Very like different. they were all like communities. Like everybody knew everybody. This is true. Versus now, it's like yo, I don't know them. Like the neighbor asked me, she's like, "Who was that?" I'm like, girl, I don't know. You've been here longer than me. I just got here. I, like, what did they do? I'm like, I don't know. Mm-mm. Been here thirteen whole days. What you mean? What did they do? Mm-mm. How long you been here? <laughs> Talking about what did they do? No, but I. I don't know, Thelma. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. Had to also, I'm holding my mic right now, so y'all don't hear feedback. I feel like I'm performing right now with the, at like at an award show, or I'm hosting an award show right now as well. I'm holding my mic. 
No, but I definitely thought about that. Again, that's my anxiety. 3 a.m. in the morning. Like, what are we going to do? How are we going to survive? 3 a.m. in the morning? Just, I'm, I'm just giving an example. Like, oh. Yeah. No. I'm just saying, like, people used to be in the middle of the night and they can't go to sleep because they're thinking about, like, stuff. You know, so shit. We hell, we had to deal with the power being out. Uh, oh my god, that was overnight, and it was like, like the worst thing. Not not the worst thing ever, but I mean, I've experienced worse. But not having power for eight and a half hours. Damn, that's it. I mean, I've I've experienced it longer, but we stayed in the hotel. Oh, so y'all went somewhere that half hour. Mm, I mean, that's understandable. It wasn't the best hotel because it was off Memorial Drive. You know what? You had power. You could have been sitting there in the dark complaining about it. Yeah, yeah. We had we had power for like four or five days. It was after that big ice storm in two thousand and one. That was in fifth grade. Mm. Yeah, two thousand one, big ice storm. Yeah, Katrina came through. We got some the landfall, the wind, and the rain. We didn't have power at at my folks' house for like four or five days. Speaking of that, though. You know, because hurricanes, climate change, we had massive flooding happen this week. Mm-hmm. I saw an article that said that the Pope is like really trying hard to be like, y'all, we need to do something about climate change. Like, it is These real. folks ain't finna do sh- Jesus could come and sit on their bed at night and be like, yo, we need to do something. It's like, yo, Jesus came to me, but I don't know what to do. So we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. It's crazy. It ain't going to change nothing. You are not. Climate go- change is real. <laughs> People are not going to change anything until they are physically forced with having to make a decision or it affects to make them, a change. Or it affects them. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Like, like you literally. Said it very like, long-windedly. Say what? You said it very long-windedly. No, nah, you was expecting me to say until it affects them. It's like, no. Nah. And even then, when it does affect them, a lot of people going to choose to stick their head right back in the sand. Mm-hmm. Be like, this ain't real. No, I agree. It's I like, agree. this isn't happening. Yeah, it is. What you going to do about it? No, I'm not going to do nothing about it because this ain't real. And this, and Yeah. It's happening right now though like this, this is what's happening right now to our government literally we're, like this is the equivalent of people who i feel like who be trying to hide a zombie bite yeah zombie apocalypse i also i also realized this too i don't think i'm gonna make it during the zombie apocalypse what you mean because i'm just like oh i need power i need running water which i had all that but still i need amenities yeah i need amenities i was like oh this ain't gonna work for me shit i'm just saying mm. But no, I mean, we've really invented and like created all this stuff just to make life easier. And then we find stuff to be upset about. And I think that's interesting. I agree. I totally agree. No, but I, what? I'm making that face for. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Fenty. You are a conundrum. I am. I tell you that. I'm a, I am a conundrum. I'm also hungry. But I also do... What else did I want to talk to you about? Because I really feel like I got everything I wanted to say out, especially about mental, my mental state. On a scale of one to ten, where are you mentally? And where would you like to be if you're not there? Yo, low-key, this is going to sound weird, but how can I say it? You remember last year? Uh, I got to work from home, mm-hmm. and then I was furloughed. Mm-hmm. And how can I say it? The work from home aspect was cool because it's the same stuff that I've been clamoring about for like, it's like I could see the, it, what's coming technology wise. I'm like, yo, why don't we just embrace some of this so that it's not just so that we're not all just forced to kind of, you know, be in here and do all this other stuff. I'm like, yo, a lot of the stuff I can do from the house and I don't see the need of literally having to come in here to open up Excel or PowerPoint. Mm-mm. And you talk to you know certain levels of management. They're like, well, how are we gonna know that you actually came in here? You were actually doing work at home. I'm like, 
when you get the deliverable, what do you mean? Yeah. And so, like, that's one thing my place has, you know, my employer has been having a lot of struggles with is keeping people there. And they're like, well, what can we do? I'm like, I can't help y'all because y'all refuse to listen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, when I say the first, like, I was furloughed for what, like, what was it, like three, three weeks? weeks? Three weeks? Mm-hmm. I just know because we were in the house together. That, I can say, was the most peaceful experience I think I've had in my adult life. Mm-hmm. Low key, it was a drug, and I've been dealing with the the effects of withdrawal, and I've been trying to get that feeling back. Like it's like that experience was something that I've never had to be able to. It, it's what I've always wanted to be able. It's like yo, I leave my house because I want to, not because I have to. What I want to do, I do because I wanted to, not because I have to. Everything I did was because Ken wanted to, not mm-hmm. because Ken had, had to. to, and. Those feelings and stuff that I had with it, it was just like stress. That's probably the less you've seen. That's probably the least stress you've ever seen me. You were so about, relaxed. You were on. You were outside on a hammock. You know what I'm saying? Chilling. Like just relaxing. Like it's like yo, I lost like forty pounds. And what you do is like I got a full night's sleep. <laughs> I was relaxed. And I was not stressed, and I ate like I was supposed to. Yeah. And uh, like. It was like I went from one of the most peaceful experiences. It was like the it was like the flip side of the coin. I went from like just pure bliss and experience to like just like like pure I don't want to say pure hell, but essentially yeah, it was like because they kept this way your work schedule was when you went back to work. Yeah, it was more intense than what it was and when I left. And I was like, Oh, y'all like y'all don't oh, y'all don't get it. It's like y'all get it, but it's like y'all can't do nothing about it. But I feel like now they're getting it. So again, I asked your question: Where are you on a scale of one to ten, mentally? So what, ten being the best, one being the worst. Shit, like a six. Where do where, where where do you want to be? Uh, that I, that feeling of bliss that I had back <laughs> last mm-hmm. year. Uh, I say I feel like I'm slowly working. I'm slowly putting it together a plan to get back to it, but I don't know if I will ever have that feeling. Like I said, it literally, it was, I feel like it was like a drug. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'll ever have that feeling back. Like, it was like a high. Like, it's like, I don't know if I will ever experience. And I feel like I'm curating plans to try to get that. I feel like it's like I'm chasing it. And I don't know if I'll ever get that back. Yeah. No, I understand. Because that's how I was last year. Because I was working from home all the time. Like, all the time. I still kind of am now with my new position. But again, it's new. So, I feel like I need to be in the office just because I'm like, I'm new. Girl, I grilled a steak for my lunch one day. You did. Like I said, what's for it? What's what is that? What you have for lunch? Shit, you steak. made biscuits and gravy, and it was fire. It was not so good. And you made bread pudding. I made a lot of shit. I made a you're lot. You're the reason why I gained weight. What you mean? Because you kept making all this good stuff, and I'm just eating it in the house. And while you lose your forty pounds, I think I gained. I gained some. I didn't gain forty pounds. I gained a good of like eight, ten pounds. I made some turkey pat. Well, you only beef, so I made turkey patties you did uh, i made a lot of shit and it was just really just like i was like yo this is fun like what is it the stuff that i like to eat how do i make this in a way that i can make this on a regular and a lot of stuff really some of the stuff is a labor of love like it's labor intensive i know it which is it's like yo you you are you so get shocked up at, that i show you those that via the empanadas how they have like already made for you yeah man <laughs> i'm man i was sweating making them patties 
but it's like a lot of the stuff it's like yo you know i wake you wake up anywhere between two to five in the morning depending on the day mm-hmm. and by the time i get home it's like mentally i i, I my cup is empty and there's a yeah. hole in the bottom of it it is not every day no no no, no not, not every, every day, day but i some do want to point that out no no, not no, every no, day. no not every day but then there, you know but there are some of those days mm-hmm. where it's just like yo my cup is empty and they're like okay is you going to pour some of the emptiness over here? Because we still need this. And it's like, Nick, what part of this cup's empty? Do you not understand? It's like, well, uh, we're waiting for you to pour that emptiness over here. Yeah. And I think for me, mentally, I'm at, a, I'm probably at a six. But I could be at an eight. I just got to learn to just. What is your eight? My eight. What is, a t- what is your eight and what is a ten? So, I don't think I'll ever reach ten. Unless I'm like. You sound like my damn PE coach from uh, middle school. <laughs> Talking about I don't give people hundreds because I just don't give people ninety. Ninety seven <laughs> from second to eighth grade, and it's like, why? How, how do I not have a hundred PE? Well, I don't give out. I say I don't think I'll ever get a boy. 10. What? I don't think I ever get a ten because to me that's like the ultimate like mental state, and I could reach that in some point in life. <laughs> you just said that's Nirvana. That's Nirvana <laughs> for me. And if somebody asks, what would your ten be? Do like. Having a multiple streams of income, being able to travel, but then again, though that stress of making sure those multiple streams of income are still coming in, like managing that—that's whole other set of stress. <laughs> so, like I said, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I'll ever reach my ten. So you just be over compounding stress. Essentially, yes, yes. But I, um, but no, but I would like to be at an eight. That's kind of where I was last year. Yeah. Felicia and I talked about this. Twenty twenty, yes, it sucked. For the majority of the of, of the world, mm-hmm. but man, did we had a great time. Oh, we had a great time in the house. We had a great time in twenty twenty. I told you, like I'm yeah. built for staying in the house. So, and you saw that, and it's <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, I'm built for staying in the house, and now I'm like, I gotta leave. I was like, man, I don't want to leave the house. That's I am now. Like I've grown to where I don't want to leave. Like for example, my teaching job. I am trying to step back from that in the spring. Because I liked being able to wake up in the morning, cook my breakfast, make my coffee, respond to a few emails, then go to work if I have to. Mm-hmm. Like I can work my majority of my real full time job I can do at the house. Yeah. And of course, go to the occasional in-person meeting, like the occasional like checkup or whatever. But mentally for me, I'm at a six. And it's mainly because one that is my job, but like I worked on getting my debt down. Mm-hmm. Every time I think I got it under control, it's like boom, something pops up. I'm like, God damn! No, that's real. And so that's <laughs> that is real. Really, where I'm at, because all in all, between like right now, I'm working on my debt, I have a plan. I'm I initiated the plan this month. Got to stick with it. It's ten days into the month. Part of my tenth. Yeah, it's October tenth. A, a part of me is like I thought the first was like yesterday. No, baby, we are about to be halfway through October. Shit, I'm still trying to pro- <laughs> I'm still trying to process 2020 and 2022 is, coming is two up. months from now. Three months, two and a half months, two and a half months away. But I definitely do feel like I'm at a six, and I do want to get to an eight, mm-hmm. and I eventually I will get to that eight. I'm just gonna have to learn to set boundaries and also. To stop worrying about if I'm doing a good job. Because if I know I'm doing a good job, then that's it. What you worrying about? And I, that I need to learn to not do that. 
Other thing is set, the setting boundaries part can be a little difficult. It's so hard to set boundaries. Because a lot of them things, a lot of things that come to take come in many different shapes, sizes, they and do. forms. They do. And I'm learning and, and, and I'm I'm learning that. I'm learning even with within our relationship, I'm learning still learning our boundaries within our marriage and how much can I ask of you mm-hmm. and how much I'm like, you know what? Let me let me not ask. I can do it myself. <laughs> I can do it myself. Like for example, I was like, I asked Ken to hang this clock. I can do it myself. Okay, you asked me that yesterday. I did. I can do it myself. I asked him like, I can do it myself. I can. What? Because you just be so tired. I can do it myself. But one day I'll get over it. I'll do it. It'll probably, <laughs> it'll probably be this week. And then I'm thinking again. I'm thinking about this week because I probably won't be at the house like how I am working. Mm. I'll probably be in the office almost every day this week except for friday leave my friday alone leave my friday alone the thing is from what Especially i've seen this friday because my show comes out on netflix what i've seen really with a lot of stuff is like you got a lot of folks whose only job is to micromanage and so i hate that if they're not it's like what do they do oh i'll make sure you're doing everything you need to do i'm like is that not what the job is for it's like yeah i just want to come around and make sure everything's going all right and you're doing what you're supposed to oh hey can you give me this report it's like the Oh, I need this summary too. It's like the, the fuck this got what what this got to do with what does this have to do with anything? It's like oh, I just you know I just had to make sure you know everything was going the way it was supposed to. Uh, can you give me this arbitrary thing that I didn't know we had up off the back shelf behind the uh, thing by the air vent? Are you just sitting there like the f- what's you, going you, on? What, what did you talk? What you talking about? And it's like a lot of people really is just like yo. I feel like a lot of stuff like you, you know you talked about your previous previous mm-hmm. position. A lot of people it's just like. They're just, I don't say they're just there. It's like they're they are very good at just kind of making themselves feel important by saying like, oh, I do all this stuff by making sure, I get all the stuff done by making sure everybody else does what they're supposed to. But the biggest thing is like, yo, that's, like we're adults. Like that's literally what the, and I understand that's that whole quote unquote expectation shit, expectation thing. But it's like, yo, that's why you're here. You're here to do this these specific functions. But then it's like, I don't necessarily need you to come. You shouldn't need to walk around to make sure that everything's. Imagine if you had to walk. Every time you got in your car, you had to make sure your AC worked before you got in there. God, that'd be annoying. Right? Lucky though, I had to make sure my. Or it's like every time you get in your car, it's like before you get in, let me make sure my radio worked. Uh, let me make sure. I mean, no, I understand. I, no, I was going to give a bad example on that one. Uh, let's like I say, let me make sure my seat's in my car. It's like, why say, wouldn't they? Like, why wouldn't high, they be there? When I had my Highlander, just never knew what was gonna happen. Every time I got in that car, <laughs> what's wrong with that thing? Oh yeah, a little fail. But no, but I definitely. Um, oh yeah, a little ass fail. But no, but I boundaries is really another thing I need to set with my mental. So I, I'm learning that as well too. That's true, but it's it's hard to set. I, one thing I'll say, it's hard to set boundaries without coming off as like a. Like As, a like a er. like er or 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 coming off like I'm lazy like she says she can't do this or like like like, like I can't handle like I can't handle the pr- not pressure but I can't handle my my workload I'm like no I am telling you what I can and cannot do, do. it's not I'm not saying that I don't want to do it or I'm lazy and it's that's the, the bullshit that's the problem that's the bullshit and I'm and that's why a lot of people said yo. Fuck this job. And literally, I got to where I'm like, look, this is my first time doing this. Be patient with me. I have literally had to say that. And I had to send that to in, in, in an email. 
this because shit ain't I, because because that person snapped at me and I was like, look, I didn't say look. They snapped at you in text through an email because I knew they did. They type in all caps or was typed, it like they type one word in all caps? And oh, was it okay? They said had. They said because you told me I had in caps. And I said, oh, okay, man. I had to tone it down in my email because I was showing and go off. Oh, I'm gonna do that because I they gonna think because I'm a, I'm on the black person right here and, and, and on this on this on this project I can't go ham can't go ham and I was like I do apologize but please be patient with me this is my first time ever having to do this and I just want to make sure we cover all our bases that's a legit answer yes and that's I'll, a legit I'll, answer I'm, and I'm gonna let you know this is my first time doing this like people ask me do you have questions I don't know because I've never had to do this so if I never had to do it I won't know what questions I have until I actually get I'm a hands-on person I can read all day, but until I actually put forth what I'm doing in action, mm. I don't have questions for you. Mm. You're like, how do I know to do this thing if I don't know this thing exists? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's kind of like the chicken or the egg type shit. That's what I've always been my whole life. Yeah. No, I've always had to. Uh, I say like the thing. I've, I don't know. I've always had to figure shit out. Like it's like I've had questions and they're like, I don't know. You go figure it out. I mean, I figure it out eventually, but. Like it's like you it's uh, it's kind of like each one teach one. It's like you figure yeah. it out and then you come back and bring it back to us. But I'm like, yo, I'm, yo, I'm eight. Like, what you mean? No, see, I've always been able to ask. The, well, no, with me is I'll start doing it and I'll be like, hey, got a question. <laughs> how do I continue? This this is how far as I got. No, that, that's legit. I was the same way. Like, eventually that's you have to get you have to get help. It's like you start to build a bridge, but it's like eventually you get to the point where it's like, yo, I'm becoming an Excel master now. That's a lot, but I'm getting there. <laughs> she says, "Everybody says that was a lot." That was a lot, but I'm getting there though. YouTube, YouTube. I've been YouTubing the hell out of everything. YouTube will teach you. I feel like you. Sh- I feel like people can perform like an open heart surgery after watching like a YouTube video. <coughs> Y'all don't have COVID. I'm just a little thirsty. <laughs> but no, also I got my booster shot, so I'm good. No, but I definitely. What they got to do with anything? Like you told me. I'm good, but no, but. I definitely think that we should take this time out to look out for each other's mental state. That's legit. But you got to get around also, people that care. But also look out for your own. Because you, this is what I tell Ken every time. You can't take care of other people if you don't take care of yourself first. That is very true. I tell Ken this every time. Yeah, that's very true. And I told Ken there are days you have to be selfish and take care of yourself first. You can't give what you don't have. That is very true. Like you said, you cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot. But certain people still, I ain't going to say people, but people will still expect you to pour from an empty cup, not necessarily knowing what you got going and on. And you have to recognize when that person's cup is empty and just leave them the fuck alone. That will require people to be able to read the room. Like, just leave them alone. Like, just leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> But no, but definitely just like I like I'm telling y'all like I tell Ken, and I've said it already, but I'm gonna say it again. You cannot take care of others unless you take care of yourself. Yep. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I'm gonna pull Dave Chappelle and drop the mic and go. Don't you better not drop that mic. I can't. This is expensive. No, I wouldn't. Uh, nah, it's, it's not expensive. But you better just. I'm just gonna like pop it and be like, act like I did drop the mic. Shoot it my hand. No, but. We about to go, but before we go, definitely check out Dave Chappelle's um, Netflix special. It was quite funny. I loved it. I liked it. Uh, was it one of his best? 
It's weird. Like it's like I, I feel like he's kind of like at this weird like. Man, folks told this man about cancel culture one time. This man was talking about this shit for like four specials. Yeah, he he they have been talking about it. Like, but he pro- he keep proves he's proving the point though. How? Because he can say anything. He he he. The point that he's trying to make is, I can talk about one group and be it be okay. If I talk about this other group, it's full on like cancel. I mean, I I understand that point, but it's like yo, like certain groups are proving this point. It's, but the thing about comics is like they're like the social commentators. It's like yo, they're just commenting on like the things that are going on and little in. I don't want to say making light of it, but essentially they're because I, I, for lack of a better term, terms, making light of it. And you got some people who've just been like all my life. I've had to fight, and I don't like the fact that you're making you light of it. what I've got going on. It's like yo, I'm not downplaying what you got going on, but I'm like you still gonna get these jokes. But thing is though, you need that comedy. Like you need that that light in the dark. Because man, life is com- dark. And comedians have, in my mind, comedians always had that. I don't know if they get out of jail free card, but they can. They didn't. They have to censor themselves through the, the way that they're having to do it now. Censor themselves now. Now some stuff is like you got some people. I feel like some of these jokes just kind of like, all right, bro, that was kind of a low blow. Like I feel like some of like some jokes come off. I'm like. Alright bro Like I feel like you ain't even Really trying You just kind of Going off of like Hey this is the group That everybody kind of Makes fun of Kind of pokes at And mm-hmm. since I ain't got Nothing else I'm gonna join the bandwagon It's like Come on dude Honestly though That's Speaking of comics That's what happened With um Bill Cosby What was it Cannabis Burrs Hannibal hmm. Hannibal Burrs Or whatever What's his name Hannibal Burrs Yeah what about him? He's the one that got Bill Cosby cased All that kind of stuff Brought into light I don't know how Cause Bill was Cracking jokes about this stuff And then it was just He made a joke about it And it was like Oh he was out here Really doing this I'm like bro He's been telling y'all He's been doing it Yeah like it's crazy Like it's crazy. The, it's like the whole R. Kelly shit I'm like bro He called himself The Pied Piper R&B And folks were like Yeah he did right I'm like what the Pied Piper do And they look at you confused I'm like bro He took the kids And it's like And they're like Okay and And I'm like also, oh, sweet baby my mind Jesus. is telling me no, but my body, my body is telling me yes. That sounds rapey as fuck. I don't see nothing wrong. I can name a lot of stuff wrong with it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what really got me was like, I think I was going through like this, uh, what do they call it? Sound like that, like that Motown Philly type sound. Like, I remember that track, like she's like, she's got that vibe. And I remember sitting there looking. I remember as a kid, I was like, "Yo, I like the, I like the, the beat. I like the, the feeling I got from the song." And I actually listened to it as an adult, and I was like, "Oh, what he just saying?" A lot of songs in the eighties and nineties is quite rapey. I feel like half of Keith Sweat's catalog is a little rapey and whiny at the same time. It seems like you're ready. I was like, "Yo, this seems very rapey." That's R. Kelly. Seems like you're ready. Oh, not that one. Uh, which one was it? Yeah, um, damn it! Would you stop? I, I'm trying. I'm trying. Damn it! Which one was it? Keith Sweat had. Damn it, man. You know, you can just look this up real quick. Anyway, it ain't that big a deal, big, but it's just, I'm not putting that on him, but it's just, I was listening to it and I was like, yo, this sounds a little suspect. I mean, if ain't nothing behind it, then, you know, it, it is what it is. But I was just saying, like, I was listening to it. I was like, yo, this sound a little, this sounds a little, uh, this sound a little funny. Kind of said, we are truly black people because I said bye already once. And I'm about to say bye again. Yeah. But yeah, I was talking about that. I was going to say bye again. Yeah, say again but <laughs> my point about that whole, she's got that vibe, like, at the, during the point of the end of the song, the song came out with like 89, 90. I know, 80s and 90s music was very rapey. But he <laughs> was like, yo, Lil Aaliyah's got that vibe. And I was like, 
hold on, how old was she when the song came out? I was like, I did the math. I was like, this girl was like 12. Back, back, both and forth. Sorry. Like you're not helping in this I'm case not. at all. Like I'm you're not. literally walking down memory lane. Like, yeah, yeah I, I liked all this. It's like, but and the thing is, I, I've had like the not debates, but, also, but like you conversations about with, this too. I'm sorry to cut you off, but like, Aaliyah was dating old ass men, and I'm like, who are there to protect her? I wasn't talking about that. I was more so talking about the people that's like, I can't I'm not, not saying live she without. Didn't, this wasn't her fault. No, no, no. I'm sorry to cut you off because that comment I know I made was like, what are you saying it's her fault? No, no, no. I'm not saying it's her fault. Nothing was her fault. But I'm just like, she was around so many people. Nobody protected her. Like, they knew what was going on. I think some people knew. I don't think everybody knew. I'm pretty sure Jay-Z and Dame Dash. Yeah, you brought them up. So, so go ahead. What, what else do you think they knew? I'm just saying, like, people are, people are saying, if you're going to go after R. Kelly, it'll go after everybody he associated with. Because people knew. Yeah. People, I, I, people yeah, knew. People knew. Somebody knew. A lot of people knew. Like, Dr. Dre. Cause we used to make people make jokes about how he used to whoop Misha Misha Lay. Cause everybody was like, "Ooh, Beast by Dre got a whole different meaning now." But um, see, I ain't know about nothing. Like I didn't know anything about the specifics of the case. I, but I'm thinking of, back to a lot of rappers uh, would bring that up. I'm thinking back Dre to whatever used to beat that girl. That yeah, I'm thinking about Eminem talking about uh, beat beat it the way Dre did whatever it was, yes. and I was like. Like, I heard the bar, but I didn't know nothing about the history Ollie, of this other stuff. Let's see if you want to get deeper. Harvey Weinstein. So many people knew what he was doing to these women in Hollywood and certain men, too. And he probably didn't discriminate. And nobody said anything. Mm. How do we even get down this line? How do we even get down this road, Ken? Because I was trying to make a point about Sorry, she's got a, that vibe. And then somehow you tried to, like. Make your point. I was making my point about uh, about that particular track. And somehow we. Sorry, I make your point. You encompassed Sorry. everything. No, the point was already made, but okay. somehow you went, well, what you, I ain't gonna say. I what? started a whole different dialogue, di- yeah, dialect. Did. I didn't, I wasn't trying to do that. Yeah, I wasn't did. trying to do that. Sorry. Because yeah. I said mm-hmm. bye because I'm hungry. No, I wanted my did. tacos. Yeah, you did. I was making one little small point and somehow it turned into, what about all of this though? And I was like, I'm going to talk about that. I was talking sorry. about this one specific thing, but okay. Sorry. I'm so sorry. You know how, you know how I get, because I just hate when people, I don't know. I just feel like if somebody would have stood up then, then. As they should have, I feel like a lot of things could have been avoided. But that requires a lot of people to have be able to say no in the face of influence, and a lot of people are still trying to eat along the way. And I hate that, like you're eating off somebody else's pain, essentially, and problems. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, that. that's how a lot of like that's how a lot of artists art is brought to light, like. A lot of the stuff is brought is is brought out of like a terrible or like a very shitty situation. Yeah. All right, where we go? Y'all saw to watch that movie with that man's name. You got to say five times in the mirror. I ain't gonna say because uh-huh. the mirror behind me. So I ain't gonna say that man's name. Yeah. But yeah, let's let's just say Sugar Man. Yeah, we call him Sugar Man. Definitely watch that. Damn, that sounded weird. It was great. Why is I'm talking about a drug dealer? I don't know. Anyway, all but, I heard was Curtis Mayfield. But definitely check out Sugar Man. It was really good. We, I, we, you know what I'm saying? He got a hook for him. We rented it for like 20 bucks. I think that's how much it is to rent things now anyway through TV. It's my first time ever renting anything through TV. Because I wanted to support it versus watching it on my fire stick. <laughs> so, no. Black black female director. Black screenplay. Writer. Come on now. Have support. It was uh, it was dope. The way they tied in. Yeah. Gentrification. And back to the original one was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it's a little, uh, you know, with it being spooky season, you know, uh, do with that as you may. Yeah, it but, is spooky you know, season. It's, it's for the, I, you got to watch, Par- I still can't believe you haven't watched Paranormal Activity. 
Because probably because I don't want those demons in my home. Man. But yet I watched The Conjuring and everything else. I've never watched that, but that movie. We had, have watched The Conjuring. Well, I was asleep then. Uh, that movie had the world shook in like 2009. Well, we'll watch it this month. And since you haven't watched, I feel like we, we watched The Conjuring. We'll watch The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2. That's on Netflix. You know, I, I realized like my genre, my go to genre was comedy. Mine like was horror, always horror. Like, why, but you scary as shit, though. That's probably why I'm scary as shit, though. Because as a kid, my parents didn't monitor what I watched half the time. So I was watching, like, Chucky, and I was watching Nightmare on Elm Street. I was watching Jason, Scream. Okay, Scream had me shook a little bit. But Scream had me hella shook. I'm still mad at my sister and my cousin for having me watch that shit with them. I was set, <laughs> like, and then my cousin gonna try to scare me right after we watch that movie. I ain't forgot that shit. I have not forgotten that. Shit. That movie was scary. I don't want to hear nothing. You catch a two-piece. Don't come crying to me when you got a bloody nose. You can't see out one of your eyes. Tell them about, she hit me. It's like, go ahead and tell them what happened. All right. So y'all go check out, like we said, Deja Chappelle and Candyman. I'm ending it because I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. I got to eat. We're going to see what this taco is talking about. See y'all. Bye.